When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before you had a good year with your with your buoyant attitude but you're always a buoyant person you've always been sort of affable thank you so ahmed weinberg is our guest today Woo! very Woo! little very little fanfare given to that intro wow that was you started with so yeah you, you know him from having a terrible year i first met ahmed weinberg when i was new to la comedy like brand new like still had afterbirth on me, new, mm. and I was at the Palace open mic. Do you remember how was it an open mic? Yeah, yeah. And Sundays. Ahmed gave me a ride in his car to a place, a, maybe another mic or something. Probably, yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, because it was so weird for me coming from New York to be like, I guess I have to take, I have to go to this other thing in a car. <laughs> it's so like in New York, you would never go to an open mic in a car. That's bana- like, what are you, the Rockefeller? You know. <laughs> This computer but is attacking me by l- actively listening. That's not. It, it says wake up if you wanted to start listening. It, I mean, it, it can. It is listening. What is it? I'm what sorry is, that it's attacking you. What is, wake up! Don't press wake up. It's the new OS has a Siri thing where you can I like hate talk everything. to your computer. It's what's happening to me in my year. Oh, what happening? What's happening to me is that I hate everything, and I'm slowly realizing. I re- I think that my screaming campaign was in result oh, yeah. to my year just or just feeling like I had no control over my life. Mhm. Mhm. And so I was like, what can I do? My best friend had just moved to New York. I was like, what do I do? And I just posted this thing on Instagram that was like, if anyone Venmo's me money, I'll scream in public <laughs> and I'll tag you. And I like did that. Oh my god, it's a real scream year. You filmed yourself. Yeah, I would film like a selfie angle when I screamed and then turn the camera around and just get the reactions. Mm -hmm, Okay. And then I would tag the person and be like, thank you for this amount of money (laughs) and post that. And it caught it caught on. It was it was I made like three hundred bucks. Wow. Donated it to a throat cancer foundation because I was like, I can't (laughs) keep this. But I screamed in some crazy places. Uh, such as? Church of Scientology. That, oh, well, that's a, I'm sure there's already a lot of screaming going there. Oh, yeah. Like, is it one of us? Is it you? Who is it? Uh, they were, Who is it this time? That's the answer. It's a basement Scientology. <laughs> but it was in the people. lobby. Usually people scream on the eighth oh, yeah. floor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sure. Yeah. Got it. Where else? Um, I screamed at the zoo. Mm-hmm. I was wearing a hot dog costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was really fun because I was walking around as a hot dog 
and like kids were just like obsessed with me. Yeah. These kids would walk by me and they'd be like, hi, hot dog. <laughs> and I'd say, hi, hot dog. And like that happened like 12 times. <laughs> And then I would just adorable. I was just standing near like the monkeys, and they're all screaming, and I'm screaming, <laughs> and like the people didn't know like is this guy part of the zoo or like is he selling right. hot dogs or <laughs> right. like what the fuck is happening? And then I did get in trouble because I went into the elephant exhibit. Mm-hmm. There was like a moat between me and the actual elephants, but I was technically over the fence. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, this worker came out and was like you can't be in there and I was like okay no problem yeah like I know when it's time to leave I'm done screaming when they tell you that you can't be there when they tell me it's time Good. to leave yeah you're not trying to fight it <laughs> you could have so did you procure an, a, a costume s- hot dog costume for some specific reason or it would how did this come together well I needed to elevate not the to be bit. basic but oh <laughs> I see to elevate the bit right yeah because at first it was like I was just doing it and then I would have a friend come to get like a wide angle of what was happening because that was really funny mm-hmm. and then I was like I got an, I need a costume of some sort and I was like what's the most obscure ridiculous thing it was just like oh a hot dog screaming in public <laughs> is so funny to me yeah brilliant turn <laughs> honestly so of all the costumes it was wow I was happy to find it you could have gone a cosplay direction you didn't that's great you know, what if you were like um, Gandalf? Could have worn a, just a plain mask and be like yeah, that. People person. would have just thought you were a homeless guy. Yeah, the scream wasn't scary either. It's like ah! okay. it's like a high pitched <laughs> like eighties horror scream. I just tried to think <laughs> right? of a a really scary scream, and it's funnier too. Like it coming out of a hot dog, like just being like, Whoa! you know, like somebody just really frustrated and full of anger. The the trick was to not scare people. Because then I could really get in trouble. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to. I just wanted to walk in, create some insane situation, and then just yeah. walk out. And so this was a, in reaction to essentially like a disappointing ter- like su- series of events, or just feeling out of control yeah. of my life and like uh, uh-huh. career shit, and just being like, I need to do something crazy. I love it. Yeah. That's where we, uh, even comedians <laughs> end up there, which is crazy because you are a comedian who acts as well. Mm. Um, you can see Ahmed on season two of uh, Insecure, season three as well. A little bit, tiny little bit. Um, and it's like, even the fact that we have all these things, like you do sketch, you do um, stand up and acting, we still need another outlet on top of that because it's like they're so, even with all that, there's so little control that it's like frustrating, you know? Yeah. It's crazy to imagine. <laughs> imagine being a drama actor. Do you know what I mean? Just a pure actor. That's all you're doing. I, I mean, I think about that all would, the time. I, I was on this. How lucky you are not to be that how person. How do these people? Yeah, Veronica's on a show with a bunch of just serious drama actors. Or yeah, but they're all famous in their countries, so they go back and do that. But like, but I don't know how they do it. I was on. I don't know how it happens. Interrogation how that on CBS All Access. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody I was with on the show who was acting, who was on that show, and there was a big ensemble cast. There's like a bunch of different people, and a lot of them were not famous, but they were just like work-a-day drama actors that, you know, have had a series arcs here and there. And it's like your whole life is your job. Like you're, it's, but it's like, at that point, you basically have to be the kind of person who's like, and I have kids, and I have, you know what I mean? Because like, otherwise you're just, you know, you lose perspective and you're like, what if you're just acting? They all have kids. Yeah. And this, I'm like, sorry. what if you don't have kids? I mean. I don't. 
I don't either. That I know of. That I know of. Okay. Do we have a kid? Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not going to deal with it, it if you're like not going to deal go. with it. <laughs> I'm not going like to deal with it if you're not going to. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's her. Don't look at me. I have you're enough. You're our child. <laughs> I have enough. Our child's you're, going on safari. Our child's going. Oh my god, I'm so proud. She's going to see the big five. I'm a drama Hopefully. actor, and my child's going on safari, and you were going to see all five, baby. I'm crossing my fingers. So, in safari, as an aside, in safari terminology, there is a concept of the big five, which yeah. is unlike the sporting goods store. <laughs> I would just love it if you're in the middle of the Sahara, and you see and you're a like, store. I don't need wiffle balls, but it's there, you know. <laughs> Um, but the big five are the five different. The goal of going to Africa is finding the big five. Finding the big five yeah. in the desert. <laughs> and you're like, it's very hard. I mean, you know, and then on top of that, imagine having a coupon that works. Um, <laughs> it's the it's the five animals that are rare and endangered and that are everybody wants to see. Like the, the big, big ones. The big ones. Yeah. The five so. big. Rhinos, leopards, uh, giraffes, zebras. Not zebras. Not zebras. Elephants and lion. <laughs> I'm trying to motion for him. <laughs> what the last one is, but your successfully lion, but your mouth said "rawr." Ahmed <laughs> successfully guessed these before I even walked into the room. So yeah, that was an exciting moment. Well, according according to Wikipedia, oh, okay. those are the big five. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I'll I'll go and check it and confirm the information when I come and back. So she's uh, Veronica's headed out. Yeah, in I'm a headed couple out. days, right? I'm pretty nervous. I've cried, I think, every day. <laughs> Why are really? you nervous? Yeah. I, do you think you're going to get sick or something? Well, I'm afraid of... I I, I am like... Uh, yeah, I want to I wanna make sure I procure <laughs> everything I need for myself in the future. And for that, I'm stressing myself right now. Because uh, mm. I don't want to get like diarrhea in the wrong place or like... Mm. Uh, and, and, like, <laughs> like somewhere besides your butt? And, <laughs> Yeah, you don't want mouth in diarrhea my mouth. <laughs> in my diarrhea, much less anywhere else. Diarrhea, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. That reminds me, I watched a movie yesterday with Catherine Hepburn because I do that uh, sometimes, and then uh, it, she was there. <laughs> yeah, like Veronica, why don't you? I hold her hand, <laughs> Veronica. Why don't you? Why don't you watch a movie with me, Veronica? I'm like, all right, Just settle down. You've got your list. Watch a movie with me. <laughs> On the on the city, Veronica. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Let's. What do you want to watch? Um, Have you seen the new Big Mouth? <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Let's watch. Click. Hey. Yeah. Um, I was no. I was watching a movie with her, and I read. I was reading about it. Like, what the fuck is this movie? Um, and uh, it was in Venice. It was shot in Venice, and she had to do a take where she like falls into the canal Oof. Uh, accidentally. Mm. No thanks. I watched that scene and I was like, "Fuck!" Because um, there's a little boy holding all her things, and she's like going back trying to take a photo, and and she just like s- kind of slips back into the Venice canals, and the kid has to like he grabs this like child actor, Italian child actor, just grabs her camera right before she falls, and <gasps> it like worked perfectly. The take was perfect. So I don't know how many times they did that, and wow. how they coordinated that, and it was very hard. But are you sure it's not a stunt double? I don't know. I don't know because what I read about it uh, was that she fell into the canal and she had an eye infection because of that. Of course she did. And then the diarrhea. Diarrhea. That's why I was, she had bad diarrhea. Thank you. That's my brain. Yeah. And then uh, she never, <laughs> never ever. The eye infection never ever went away. 
she sp- she lived the rest of her life with that Iri- eye infection. She had IRA Venetian IRA. Yeah, Venetian IRA. <sighs> yeah. It's a very fancy disease. Imagine a now. doctor telling you you have IRA. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no shit. There's poo-poo coming out of my eyes. Yep. That's, um, yeah. Yes, shit. Yes, shit. Yes, shit, doc. <laughs> IRA. <laughs> You know, you're like, no shit. And the doc's like, actually, yes, yes, yes shit. shit. <laughs> In had, your eye. Doctors, when they're funny, are so funny. <laughs> yeah. I had like this back rash. And um, I went to the doctor and he was like, have you been exposed to bacteria recently? And I was like, well, I've been going to the YMCA and uh, going in the steam room. And he was like, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so good. <laughs> you can't say bingo. You're a doctor. You went to school. You're supposed bingo. to say the prognosis is wrong. Oh, like, well, right. that's like uh, that's that a likely cause. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bingo. You have um, the you got sauna it, man. rash. Bingo. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> you have the steam rash. <laughs> the public steam rash. It is a disgusting environment, though. Backrash. It's a bacaria. Bacaria. Not to be confused with Susan Faludi's backlash or backdraft. I it just want to make puns. The steam room smells so weird. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no. It's like cum, but not like human no. cum. <laughs> like one of the big five. Why do five, you know what other who's what cum? <laughs> One of the big who's five cum? comes in there. <laughs> I don't know which one, but it's like But how some, do you know it's cum? I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about cum because there's all these naked men around. I'm like, there's cum here. Yeah. You can't have too many naked men. I thought maybe what? the smell was like two degrees of separation from like that classic bleach one. No, they don't sanitize it. That's why mm. That's why no, I got no. the rash. Human cum bleach cum. What? Human cum bleach cum? <laughs> What is human cum bleach cum? The one. A really good um, post-punk band. <laughs> post-spunk. Post-spunk. They're like, they're like a reggae band. Yeah. It's like, where, how did you guys come Ska. up with this title? Human cum bleach cum. Title. Human I just called title. Bleach. <laughs> okay, what's going to... All right, guys, what's going to be the title of our band? Human cum bleach cum. Great. Nobody's going to call out that I said title? Good. I got away with it. <laughs> you fucking nerd. You called it a title? Too late. We already thought of a title and now it's the title. Uh, wow. We are good at keeping just going. Yeah. Towards different everywhere. Yes. That's what I love about this show. I was just thinking. Me too. We're never going to talk about Star Trek. Well, that's one thing. We that will. We'd, but if you know it's a good episode when a cu- when a guest goes, are we ever going to talk about Star Trek? First rule that's, of Star Trek is never talk about Star that's Trek. That's a really good indicator that we have a very good rapport with the guest because they're I comfortable enough rapport. to ask. <laughs> I'm eating what is cucumbers, this about? <laughs> and they're also giving us you know lots of uh, uh, material. So you feel um, rapport? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Am I am I imagining it? <laughs> You're like wait. You're having fun? <laughs> oh, you feel rapport. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. That's good. That's me on a date. They're like, do you feel rapport? <laughs> do you feel rapport? They are, are you feeling like rapport? <laughs> They're putting out a clipboard. <laughs> Quick quest. Um, I Where had, did I see that? I woke up really early this morning. By that, I mean eight. Because Whoa. I went to bed at two. Oh, and Rami. Rami? Mm-hmm. The show. Yeah. So... Observations quickly. Women questioning him, like, "What are your goals?" Like, there's a, yeah. an interview. Scene. I like that part of it, mm. but the other part of Rami I don't like is that I feel like there's they really like 
like you know how on um shows that are yeah, like yeah, yeah. predominantly yeah from the black perspective where mm-hmm. like where like white people's characters will be caricatures of like the worst part of white hipsters and like the worst type of white neighbor right right like and you're like watching it as a white person and you're like okay come on but then again you're like no actually I'm sure that is a thing because otherwise it wouldn't be on the show and also <laughs> I'm, you know, I also know very obnoxious white people. Um, but then yeah. the Rami thing was like the women on the show. Like every woman was doing like a caricature of like, like the girl who wanted him to choke her. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, really? Like I, I you you have to identify with his character on that. Like, I don't feel like, I feel like they made it to, you know, like, no, that girl is crazy. Like, that's mm. not a thing that a person would do. Over the top, like, just to play yeah. a game. Okay, cool. Game. We're not going to make out. Like, you have to now choke I think so that's that I a comedy come. thing. Like, that's, I guess so. It just felt like a little bit like, all right, well. They had to I heighten it. it. And it, also, yeah. I mean, I think Muslim women are, like, desexualized. And mm-hmm. he was trying to fight that stereotype. I get it. Oh, with the actual portrayal. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? It's like I see, Muslim I women. And I, I deal with this, too, where, like, I'll go on a date and people will be shocked that I, like, want to hook up. Really? Because do you, like... I'm not, like... I mean, I was raised Muslim, but I'm not very religious. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that's, like, a, a real stereotype that people, like... They're, like, any other religion, people fuck. But Islam, no way. Mm-hmm. And maybe there are less. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know, mm-hmm. but... Muslims but, be fucking. Does that so? Is that when you're like <laughs> premarital fucking? Yes, that's what you mean, right? Postmarital, no fucking. <laughs> but that's every that's religion. everybody. That's every religion and non religion. Like that's what atheism. Happens. So, pr- like, when you go on a date with, um, you're saying when you go on a date with non-Muslim women, that's the pr- that's the sometimes that's what the they're stereotype. thinking about you, or is it? I've just heard this. Yeah, like that. People have been like, "Oh, I didn't even think that you had sex." Yeah. Like, I've heard that from multiple right. people where it's like, well, yeah, it's kind of just weird to me that I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I'm putting that off. It's because you're a ginger. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. It's, that's why. <laughs> we don't, we know you probably don't want to procreate. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got that ginger thing going on. I, yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to. All wanna, the other stereotypes is what's happening. I don't want to. I am a terrorist. <laughs> well, and the, I do have sex. Screaming. Yes. <laughs> oh, I got to finish that story at the zoo. Terrorist. Oh my god, that's that's not the end. That's not the end. Wait, tell us. Honestly, I can't remember if we well, started. But I wanted the story. to say something about what was you're saying. Was the beginning of the zoo story on this podcast? I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah think so. Okay. Uh, wait, wait. Guess wait, wait. if you don't know okay. what, the, what the story is about the thing. Hashtag what hot dog? Hashtag what hot dog? Okay, but I think you're. If you guys mm. don't know what we're talking about, I that's have a what YouTube you have video. Scream for cash. You can okay. look me up. Okay, great. So, so what happened? You can see all the best screams. Um, I'm leaving the zoo. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And this guy comes up to me, and he's like just this weird energy, like such a weird person, and he's super tall. And like, I'm like, this guy probably works here, but I can't quite tell. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, oh my god, I loved what you were doing, and can I get a selfie? And can you like maybe come to my my son's birthday party and scream? And oh I, fuck. And I was like, oh whatever, yeah, let's <laughs> take a selfie. So we take a selfie, and I'm still in the hot dog costume. And then I'm, I leave, and I get to my car, and he's walking across the parking lot towards me. And I'm, like, taking off the – like, yeah. I'm, like, standing in my underwear in the parking lot, like, putting on my real clothing. 
And he comes up and he's like, he's like, so you may have guessed that I actually do work at the zoo. And I'm like, uh. yeah, sure, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, we do not take harassment of animals lightly here. And I will be taking down your license plate number. And I'm what? Pu- and he's like, I'm putting up that photo in the booth so that you cannot enter the zoo again. Oh, and like, no. you expect to be hearing from our lawyers and like all this stuff. And uh, anyway, the there's a photo of this. There's a selfie of me in a hot dog costume with this guy like in the booth at the zoo. And it's like, do not let this man in. And I would it, guarantee you that everyone else who works at that zoo is like, oh, God, Kyle. Yeah. Like they hate this guy. They're like, how did he get this position? I guess nobody else really wants so he to was, do it. He tricked you. you know? At the beginning, he was tricking you. Yeah, about he thought your, he was. And he's, and he's currently still bragging about it. Yeah, he's like, I fucking got that. He's guy. like, yeah. Oh, the <laughs> My hot dog son's guy. Birthday plan. Party. <laughs> I fooled him by saying that I liked him. And, and like, why what did he selfie? think you were gonna do? Here's my social security number. Please hire me. Like what? <laughs> also, like if he's about to try to capture you, like he could be like, "Hey man, can I take a photo of you?" Like that looks so cool. But he took a <laughs> selfie. That's so like weird. He that was in his mind. He's like, "This will be less weird." Yeah. If I'm asking for a selfie, whereas why all is he day, coming I'm sure up people with have weird just been lines. taking pictures of you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like random, like freely. There's so much like, footage whatever. of me out there. The, probably there are security cameras. They can like screenshot <laughs> that shit. Like, <laughs> there's no cameras. This is like fucking weird ass way to go about anything. I love it when like people with a small <laughs> amount of authority are like just they think they're like on Hawaii Five O. Like immediately they're like, well, I'm responsible for this one small corner of the world. Well, there was the guy at the Scientology Center who had the same attitude because uh-huh. I screamed in the lobby, <laughs> and then they were like, "Sir, you have to leave." And I was like, "Yeah, obviously." <laughs> I was also kind of high because I went there sober and I was like, I'm so scared and I can't do this. And they were like, they were kind of like, they knew I was up to something. They were like, can we help you? What's going on? And I was just kind of like sizing it up. Like, where would I scream? Where? (laughs) Like, how can I, where should I leave? Right. You were and you're I, like you're like the J- the Jason Bourne of going in <laughs> places and screaming like anywhere I go I'm looking for the exits for after when I scream yeah exactly <laughs> like where's the safest exit how can I get out quickly where am I gonna where's scream the acoustic uh, rapidly assessing where's the, best the entire angle yeah. for the reverse it's where like, can I pull my phone right and then so I scream I got high I went back and I was like fuck it I'm doing it I just did it it was so scary and then they were like please leave and I was like of course. And I'm walking down L. Ron Hubbard Boulevard, which is like this brick street that's like yeah. part of their that they own. Yeah. That they own. They just like a brick street that they own. That's right by Danny Solomon's house. If you start walking by it, they're like, "Excuse me." Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're like, "I'm on, I'm walking mm-hmm. in the street." Also, it's why weird. is it brick? Like, <laughs> why are you guys doing that? I don't know, man. <laughs> so you're walking down that street. I'm walking down that street because I parked like uh, down the street, and then I I kind of cut across some grass mm-hmm. to get to my car and I hear this guy behind me he's like sir get off the property and wow. I was like okay this guy's been following me since I walked out of the <sighs> lobby it's like such a bummer honestly power thirsty so how scary it and then right. I get in my car and I see him on his walkie talkie like saying my license plate they gave plate. him a fake walkie talkie oh no <laughs> they were like here you go it's real I mean that's a war when you're high can you oh, imagine my god this experience and just being like, oh okay, my God, Scientology now is going to kill me. <laughs> and I went to an open mic right from there. I went to the Lyric Hyperion and I went on stage and I was like, 
if I disappear, like you, you guys you have like 100% to know. Seriously, yeah, like this is what I just did. It is Scientology. I have witnesses now. Yeah, yeah. Like you, everyone, all those comics are gonna come to the fucking courthouse and be like, "No, he said it at a mic." So where is he? Yeah, Megan Keister is gonna patty her that shit. <laughs> that oh is my God. Carrie. Well, um, I'm not. I don't take it. I'm never like. I don't know. Well, because you're disrupting. You're like, okay, man, okay, that's fine. I usually, those like power rushes, <laughs> I don't take them. I just like become. I do too. I, I, I'm I, very I, used to them and I'm very, I like, I sense them coming and I'm like. And I'm like, what's your problem, man? Me too. I'm immediately like, exact what the way, fuck is going and on? And it gets me you? in trouble all the time, especially <laughs> when true. I was drinking. Because people, people, like, especially with cops or like whatever, because I've been white right. my whole life. So I'm like, what? I've, I've experienced the privilege of like not being afraid of cops at all. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you really think you're a big fucking man? And it's just like, wait, who are you? Because like one second ago you were like carrying books. I don't know. Like, it's just weird. It's like, it's like you I've talked so, shit to cops. I've talked shit to so many cops, and not just cops. Like anybody, especially with TSA people. Like I got in a fight with a TSA Canadian TSA guy, and I was like. You know what? You don't have any fucking legal jurisdiction anywhere outside of this one goddamn conveyor belt. So why don't you fucking come follow me over here, motherfucker? I was just like over the fact that he wanted me to throw away some of my toiletries. <laughs> but look, come between one time a girl and her skincare, especially on camera. I would love it if you got between me and my fucking oils. Okay? You don't know her body language, but it's very threatening. It's threatening. Yeah, she's moving the mic with her... I'm, I have to With move, her head. Because I have to move my so head. So that she can emote. She <laughs> hovers around it. I have to move my head so the mic has to move with me. You should get a mic on a drone so you can just walk around. It would be so loud, but... Martha. That would be totally Alice's <clears throat> thing. Like a gadget. <clears throat> the loudest podcast ever. Speaking of drones, in baseball, um, we invented... Uh, well, my friend Cliff invented a credit score drone so it's like a drone that floats above people and says their credit score above their heads that's great um to like talk shit on other other team members but um, <laughs> we haven't really figured out the logistics of it yet dude drones are like dropping some shit into prison yards these days really yeah like cans of soda like <laughs> <laughs> why did i sk- i'm just sort of thirsty i think is what i why i went there yeah primarily soda <laughs> Uh, and then it drops and you can't open it for a while. Yeah. Mexican. <laughs> it just explodes. Uh, <laughs> Idiot. Alice, you're so stupid. What, so like stuff for the prisoners? Yeah, like oh, drugs awesome. or and just stuff like that's cigarettes. Awesome. Isn't that cool? I love it. That's the best thing about drones. You can That is the that actually is the best thing about drones. Drop stuff into prison yards. 100%. Yeah, fuck keys to the prison, 100%. <laughs> that's what I would drop into the prison yards. You get a copy of the keys. From the guard, because you make friends with the guard. This is right. like uh, Escape at Danamora 2. Uh, Escape what? Escape at Danamora. I don't know it. Is that an episode cool. of Star Trek? No. <laughs> it's about... Danamora 5? It's the true story. Danamora 5! We are, Ding, 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 ding. We are orbiting the structures at Danamora 5. The moon colony. Um, so the Escape at Danamora is about... Um, this real prison escape that happened, like... Is that Patricia Arquette? What did you just Patricia say? Patricia Arquette? What the fuck did you just say? Patricia well, like, no, Patricia Arquette with my accent and a cucumber. But with your accent and a cucumber, it was like, the Patricia Arquette? What is your <laughs> accent? I was like, what? 
It's a butter shortcake. It's a butter shortcake. But it wasn't like Spanish or anything. It was like, what is the language? I made some English sounds like yeah, like when other other cultures are imitating English, and it's like hamburger beer. That's how we do. We do like hamburger. It's like it's our giverish for um, American. Really? Yeah. Harbidar Snare Burner. All right, or still if you preach round with them. You don't say any words? No, it's, it's, it's gibberish. It's like, Gibber- that's gibberish. like Missy Elliott, like the rune she rewinds in that song. And work it. Oh. It's your subadim, but it's not the opposite. Oh yeah, yeah. Are we going to take a break and talk about Star Trek? Should we um, take a break? Why don't we flag this? Take a break and talk thirty about minutes Star- in. Guys, thirty you minutes in. This is a to record. This is a record. I have to get. A, I have to get a real sparkly drink if there is one. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, so we watched an episode of Star Trek, believe it in, or not, and uh, it is one of the w- wildest. W- like this is it's one of a, them, I would say one of the more memorable episodes, it's especially for domestic. people who don't watch the show. Domestic? Yeah, it's like a domestic episode. What do you mean by that? It's mm. like uh, they got like a what do you call the thing that eats your sweaters? Moth. They got moth, and then they also have like Luxana Troy dealing with like some. Some family. It's just like domestic. God, she's so lonely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you do desperate things when you're lonely. And yeah, I didn't like that about it. That's what I was watching. Um, episode that we're talking about today is episode twenty of season five, "Cost of Living." As the Enterprise crew prepares for an unexpected wedding, wedding. the ship begins experiencing strange breakdowns. Break it down, and nice. And the memory alpha description is different. All right, read What's it. What's memory alpha? It's the, the wiki. It's a fandom wiki. It's a fandom. Uh, I do fully it. rely on. Uh, Luxana Troy's on board the Enterprise D to hold her wedding ceremony, and she also takes an interest in Worf's son, Woof's son Alexander, encouraging him to adopt her carefree ways. A very strange interest in Worf's son. <laughs> uh. It, My yeah. boyfriend has that life. There's nothing. There's nothing not strange about it. It just is strange. Where um, he's like, she loves that boy. Yeah, she's really into him. Well, that teal outfit is adorable. So <laughs> it's all. It's like they had monochrome before monochrome was monochrome on this show. I know it's pretty amazing. Uh, other things of note in this episode: um, the land of laughter or whatever is mm. like the. It's like sort of like proto Zoobly Zoo. Like <laughs> it's very Burning Man. It's like. Oh, that's exactly what it is. I was thinking that. It's like, it's like I a would bunch love of it. burners. Yeah. yeah. It, it's burners and it's like mm-hmm. Willy Wonka mm-hmm. burners. Mm-hmm. It's just very... Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, you know that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> right. Too long of a pause. <laughs> Alice 
in Wonderland. In Wonderland. Well, I had to clarify after I saw that reaction. Well, that's where she is. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> um, and the hairdos for I would say some of the greatest um, looks for for Luxana and for. Uh, Ms. Deanna Troy. I love the idea of a naked wedding, by the way. I know. Me too. It's so cool. It's so cool. So let's see this scene. Like in theory, because my actual wedding, I was just like, how can I layer it up? How can I wear the most? I know, you gotta wear the the least. And then the costume changes on top. I did costume changes. You did? I just did a two-day thing. A two-day thing. A two-day wedding? <laughs> Not a two-day wedding. I just, I married quickly in the courthouse, but I, uh, it was like a private thing, and then I, we did a full party because the friends would get offended if not, and all that, so we yeah. had to do a full Did thing. you have a wedding? I did. Oh. Your, years ago. I wasn't invited. No, I didn't know you yet. I gave you a ride. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so I expect to get invited to your wedding. In the past. Yeah. If, okay, well... I mean, you know, you got your expectations and you've stated your needs. Um, <laughs> so good for you. Uh, the okay, so the, Troy is counseling <laughs> Worf, and I didn't know they did this kind of family counseling on the ship, but she's tr- counseling Worf to try to deal with Alexander. And, the garment and it is not going not. well. The touch of hostility here, gentlemen. You were specifically told that. You told me that yesterday, not today. This is love. If I may suggest. You know very well the same rule applies today. Please. Why not simply draw up a contract which clearly defines the duties of each family member? You mean he tells me what he wants and I have to do it? No. I mean you both agree to your responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And when you've done the things that you've agreed to do, then you've earned the privilege to do the things that you want to do. When he's cleaned his room, for instance, then perhaps he's earned a visit to the holodeck to fight his alien monsters. You suggest bribery. Alien monsters. I suggest working out an equitable system with the rules clearly spelled out for the child and the parent. You must make and a list I of your responsibilities, to too. <laughs> it's... What would you like your father to promise, Alexander? This is so sad. This is so no not yelling. his panic. I do not. No yelling. I do not yell. No yelling. Well, then you should have no trouble with that part. Why <laughs> not go back to your quarters and talk this thing over? Yeah, I know. She's just Decide like on, on it. Decide on which points each of you wants in the contract. What a good mother she would be. Mm. I know. I've Foreshadowing. Tried, I've tried to do oh. the. She becomes a mother. Very well. No. Well, this is she's already. Does she date Worf? They go. They got together. Long. I think this, long this is already. This. It's already started. It's setting it up. It feels like. like. Wait, is that true? Yeah, they initially get together. Worf and. Wait, this is the first time we haven't asked the guest. Oh my god, it's the worst. You fully it's fucking. It's the worst. <laughs> what? 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 Can you turn my headphones down a little? We're, no. You can do it. You can do, personally They're screaming take care at me, and I feel awful. Take care of your own volume. Oh, yeah. You can take care of your you own volume. You can take care of your own volume. volume. Which one is mine? This one. Okay. Okay. Right? I'm going to turn you guys Hello? off. Hello? 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 <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you can't. It's going to be hard so for you to get back. this is the first time in Treks in the City history. That I'm sure that's not true. I'm honored. Yeah, I'm sure but we true. haven't. You, you're sure it is? Okay. Uh, we have not asked the guests if they have any relationship to the show. And we usually cover that ahead of time. But we had so much fun talking to I'm Han sorry. About I just got a quick update on my cat. <laughs> That's so good. Aww. How do I get cool? <gasps> You're cute. She's just like, what? <gasps> All right. Um, so we usually, we always, not always. usually, always ask our guests, um, what's your history with Star Trek? 
whether you watched it before. Yeah. And or is are you a fan? I was, I mean, I was excited to get this email because uh-huh. when I was a kid, I hated Star Trek. My dad was obsessed with Star Trek. My Ooh. dad's a huge Next Generation fan. He's seen every episode multiple times. And I just thought this was a bad show. I was like, this is boring. It's Star Wars, but Why? it's dumb. Mm. I don't know. It just yeah, bored it's, me. It's I was not... like, I was too young to care about anything. And there, it's all diplomatic. And I was mm-hmm. just like, this is boring. Yeah, it's like true sci-fi with like, you know, intellectual, like, you know, weird exploration. I didn't care and, about yeah. morality, morality and ethics. exploration. Yeah, right. And, you care about pew pew. I want pew 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 pew. pew. Yeah. Pew, pew. Yeah. And like Run. this guy's the bad one. And then the guy and, jumping oh, off I'm of good. a high place. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. Ha. And yeah. then uh, yeah, so I hated it, and then I grew up, and I just turned thirty, and two things that happened were I started playing golf. Oh my god. And I started watching Star Trek. Wait, you just turned thirty, and that happened. I turned 30 in August, yeah. And, and did you have happened? any control over it? No, I just, <laughs> one day I yourself. just woke up on the golf course <laughs> <It's> <laughs> with a nine in my hand. Within the first 12 hours of your 30th. <laughs> with a nine. <laughs> with a n- oh, the gun, yeah. Uh, what, draw you, what drew you to golf? Are these vegan? I don't think so. Oh. Sorry. What drew me to golf was the same thing that drew me to screaming, really, you know? <laughs> Okay. Sometimes, <laughs> this uh-huh. is the first year in my life I haven't really had a job. Mm-hmm. And so I've had so much free time and so much just, I have to figure out what to do. 2019 all day. or the, uh, this 2019, year? yeah. And um, mm-hmm. it's been very good, but it's also been like, damn, you gotta figure out how to like manage your time. And so golf is like a great way to kill an hour. And you go out with your friends mm-hmm. and it's, really hard but it's fun and you're outside and you're not thinking about your shit you're just kind of fucking around or just playing golf huh it's a nice escape and it's so hard it's like stand-up is so hard Mm -hmm. this is so hard i used to uh no golf yeah (laughs) this experience when when did you start (laughs) playing golf Uh, i mean uh when did you start working what do you mean in comedy in your life and like when's the first job you had because you're saying the first I always had year a job. you haven't worked well since yeah. college uh no i worked in like i worked in high school i worked uh, like i delivered pizza i was a bus boy oh. i rolled burritos and then i <laughs> and then, oh i was a security guard at a museum mm. in college that yeah. was pretty that was chill I'd fall asleep though. I think we talked about that because I worked in a museum as well. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. it was kind of torture, but it was pretty it was chill. Really, yeah. And really, then after really, college, really, really, really after college, I worked in production for like five years. Mm-hmm. So that that was like a lot of a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And then when I stopped doing production, I, it was more freelance. But I was like project to project, mm-hmm. like making stuff back to back. Yeah, I mean, I, I would it. have time off, but. This year's been like, whoa, a yeah. lot of time. So, Adrift, yeah. And like a therapist that I was seeing this year told me like, it's really hard because you never, nobody trains you how to do this. No. Like school trains you how to work a nine to five. Like that's what the schedule of school right. is. And you hate it, but you like get used to it. It's kind of this but weird brainwashing thing. your parents send thing. you somewhere while they're working. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I've also, had to, you're supposed to learn. You're supposed to learn. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> 
But, but it's not you don't you don't learn the most important thing, which is like how to be productive on your own time. Because even if you have a job, sometimes the job will be like you're writing or something like that, and mm. it's like, okay, well, wh- who's the boss? Yeah. Yeah. A time so, love and a time so when you turn 30, were you like, uh, well, I've struggled with that. We can talk, f- I can talk about this for four hours about like how school never, the school system never worked for me. I was always working since I was, I was like, uh, a tot. Like since I was like 14, 15, I started making money doing acting, literally doing theater and stuff. So mm. it was once, like, I get like those months, I'm, I've, feel crazy when you get months off yeah yeah but i get more months off because i don't do stand-up or any, anything like yeah that. it's just yeah. like it feels insane we were talking about yeah like if i didn't have stand-up i would go I insane i know yeah, yeah me too um yeah. it's crazy it's such a gift to be like i yeah. feel like fucked up and aimless today but at least oh, i can so do that i'm gonna go do a set so whatever yeah i took or my you, first acting yeah. classes this year Woo! And like actors, it's crazy that they don't have that to I, me. Un, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's that's like, what I'm talking about. Y- yeah, like the, like when do you practice your thing that you do? Right. Like when you're on set? Yeah. Like and in class? But like. That's you, how I felt. I guess auditioning. But I don't. Auditioning, yeah. Essentially. But like. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It's not but, fun though. And no. it's kind of dumb and it's not the same. Yeah. You're also not getting any. I mean, you. I guess. Interesting. Oh, cool. It's like the ocean. Um, so have you ever heard just but, uh, the ocean? But actors like live in a different delusion. Oh, sorry. I interrupted your riff. Oh, yeah. I was going to do like maybe this will work. I'm not sure. I must have. Wait, I just cool. I just oh, need nice. to get to this. Uh, when you turn 30, you started doing golf and also Star Watching Trek Star something Trek. Star Trek related. I just for some reason I was like I'm just going to watch Next Generation. I don't know why. I just turned it so on. So this August, you started? Yeah. And, and I, did you already watch the whole thing? No, I hadn't seen any of it. And <laughs> you I was, just said you were going to. And tell us what that was like. Uh, I mean, when I discovered uh-huh. the world of Star Trek, uh-huh. the worlds, rather, it was, it was like someone had come to me and said, here's another life that you can live mm-hmm. here's another galaxy that you can experience here's another here's another family you can have wow yeah and I was uh, I had nothing going on so I was like yeah I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll dive in and did you? it's okay I watched three seasons in two months wow oh my god and that okay. data is so pure. He's <laughs> just the most lovable, yeah. beautiful, original person. You just, you just want to hang out with him and talk to him and and, and talk Feel to him about warmth. comedy. He loves comedy. He just wants to laugh and make you laugh, and he wants to be human so bad. It's. I have some friends that are kind of like humbling. data. He's kind of like really on the spectrum. <laughs> and uh, then you, get and then to you meet <laughs> Jean-Luc. <laughs> and trust me, you don't want to shit talk about France around this guy because no. he takes his oh, heritage oh. very personally. Yeah, he's the most British Frenchman of all time. He's the best Frenchman of all time. 
he is what about this one and Um, then and then Riker comes along (laughs) and you're like hmm this Hmm. guy might be a bimbo he's like kind of handsome and I don't you're like I don't want to fall for the quarterback and then he's I've met this guy before (laughs) you know that yeah there's something down home about him (laughs) and he says let's go to the holodeck and fuck and you're like maybe this will be different right and then you meet and then you meet double click double click there you go motherfucker Worf (laughs) and you're like what's this guy's deal (laughs) I mean his face looks like shit he is it literally looks like he's literally not from this planet it looks like he's had iorrhea forever he has iorrhea and it goes up into his forehead I think this is actually the O'Brien song no this is Worf being a merry man Oh, right. Yeah. Do you ever see that? No. And I also, I haven't, when I watched this episode, I was like, I didn't know Worf had a kid. Like, that's yeah. new to me. There's an episode where Ooh, Worf gets a kid. So and you're on season really three annoying. right now, right? Four. So Alexander yeah. is like the so time, you know, that's when, it, mm, okay, wow. when they, when they, you know, in a show when they're like, are like, uh, we need a kid and they just bring in a kid and then Alexander's the kid they brought in and it's like, whoa. Did he already, fuck, uh, did he already mate with a half Klingon woman? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, so that's how okay. he gets the kid. Got it. I love when Worf's like, I could never have sex with these humans. I would yeah. destroy their yeah, pussies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are too he's just like He's like a rapper. When he goes, yeah. <laughs> he's like two chains. Too much when they game. go to the orgy planet, he's like, I could never do this. <laughs> I am too powerful. My penis is shaped like a dagger. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like his penis is a, a, a spine. I feel like you could, you could be, be basically do a, a research paper on Worf's penis based on all of the the oh, clues and the like ways that the Klingon anatomy has been displayed. It'd be easy. It w- I wouldn't put it past any fan, you could any like true fan, make a model of it. A lot of women are in love with uh, data. Guilty. Are you? Emotionally yes. unavailable. Literally. I would, that was my crush when unavailable. I was younger watching this. It was Whoa. Wesley and Data. Wesley? I loved Wesley because he was my, everybody, age he was my age at the time. Okay. We have to always specify this. I mean, because I was, I felt the same thing, but. Really? For Wesley or for Data? For Wesley. Okay. Yeah, because he's, you know. Because he's hot. His beautiful lips. Yeah, he's cute. And he saves I the liked day him all if, the time. If I would have watched Star Trek as a kid, I would have liked him probably. I yeah. would have been like, crush. Pressure. And his sweater collection. Hello. Mm-hmm. I do like he it. He likes comfort and He's fashion. He's like a queer icon, yeah. the way he dresses. You're yes, like, he is. Go I, off. Like a little Peter Pan man. Yeah. Um, and I'm a little bit of Data man. is just like, he's like a blank slate. Like something about Data is just like, he's so... The, he's the best at everything. Like during this episode, he'll just remember everything about you that you ever tell him. Yeah, and during yeah. this episode, he can tell he it like back to you with nonchalantly. Your own he always nonchalantly saves the entire ship. He's the most endearing. Like I love him. It's amazing. Yeah, and th- there's an episode I think season two when he's like on trial because mm-hmm. they want to replicate him. Yeah, yeah. And they're like and he's super chill. That's like early. That's so, that's like one man. of the best episodes episode, ever. Yeah. I mean, I haven't his seen little, that many, but his little like Tasha his Yar. Yeah, his belongings. And he's like, we were intimate, sir. His like uh, <laughs> medals. His like uh, awards. He loved Tasha. It's pretty cool. Guess who else falls for Data? Tasha's sister. Right. 
the the Vulcan version? Romulan. Romulan. Sorry. Yeah, she's like a rebel. Sela. Yeah. She, oh, does she? But she fools name? him. She kisses him. I don't know if she really likes him, but she like fools everyone. She kind of like pretends she wants to join Starfleet, but really she. Why I don't f- I remember this episode? Uh, maybe it's the, the or maybe are you thinking about the one where like there's a temporal rift and Tasha Yar comes from a different timeline and she's alive in the no, other timeline? No, that's a different episode. Okay, is it so? It's Sela. Yeah. Uh, the, the yeah, she's got like a cool '80s haircut. She's is she Romulan like evil? I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I'm Just, sorry. I, okay. I wish I could. No, I'm sorry. I wish I had more. Um, no, it's totally okay. So. But I love Star Trek. It's I we, love it. We need to d- do this. No, it's okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes There's you don't just... remember. <laughs> All right, you're right. This is like we have like two minutes. We have two minutes to talk about this incredible episode. Um. So, what did you feel like jumping from season four to like well into season five? What was like besides the shock of like Worf having a son that styles himself just like him? I like I like the son, but I didn't. I don't know. Like it didn't feel as succinct and interesting as like earlier. Yeah. Seasons. Like, earlier seasons, every episode was like, holy shit. Right. This feels kind of like, it just starts and there's like this asteroid and they just blow it up. And it's like, there's not much explanation for all that. They just needed to create that dust for story. And then, like, I don't know. The stuff with Oxana is interesting. Um, It's, I feel like it's the main meat of the show. Yeah. And, And it's nice to give Oxana this sort of fallibility um and it's sweet her i think her relationship with alexander is sweet or it's supposed to be sweet but then the way that they describe what joy is supposed to be is like this mm-hmm. bananas burning man like like holodeck program that is basically super adult like not at all a kid thing like a thing that you would like, yeah. I feel like if you're a kid growing up at Burning Man, that's, like, basically your experience where it's, like, yeah, like, I had a lot of fun, but, like... But, like, it was like very your unhealthy. childhood, basically. I feel like, like I grew my, up... I was, like... I feel like I grew up in a version of that. Yeah, like, but my like parents weren't parents. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like the entertainment portion. So let's go to the um, scene with... Well, I want to mention that... I want to talk about this relationship first yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because... Right, it's Counselor Troy being, like... Um, draw up a contract and like this is how you fix a family and then she has like immediately they're like your mom's here she's like fuck uh, <laughs> she's like well being a parent is important this is not only going to ruin my yeah. personal life but also it's like I'm being called out mm-hmm. in my career yeah. um, oh I love when she gets called out I know when it's like because it's odd that it happens I feel like I don't know so, they just have this like weird thing with her Luxana uh, Troy gets onto the ship and makes the announcement she's getting married and but, she needs the ship to get married on I was gonna say like um it's like I, sure I, I kept thinking in the car on my way here where like I think Loxana so that's Maj- Majel Barrett who's Gene Roddenberry's wife and no and he had just uh he's all, and the voice also, of the computer yeah and the nurse in the 60s show so she's like all this shit whoa yeah all she's like shit. an epic Star Trek person um wow. but Gene Roddenberry passed away, I think, towards the beginning of season five or like recently in what we've been watching because they do like an episode at the end. Wait, Gene Roddenberry passed away? 
Yeah. In the beginning of season five. At some point uh, in the in, the, in some episodes that we j- uh, passed recently, like ten episodes ago or twelve episodes ago, I think he they were like, oh, in memory of Gene Roddenberry. Wow. Um. So I was thinking in the car, like, is this the first episode where right. uh, Majel Barrett is back as Loxana since Gene so. passed away? So it makes sense that she's talking about loneliness, loneliness and stuff, yeah. and like being like a certain age, you you lose a person, and la la. And, and you didn't get I that just, from Wiki. I didn't get it from Wiki because that's what my brain was at. Was I was just doing math on like, on like whether she had been. In it's any like you're doing a magic that. trick right now. <laughs> and then I said, uh, it's in the Mickey, in the Wiki. It says that. Um, She's alone, uh, likely had, okay, Loxana's line of dialogue in which she tells Alexander with noticeable sadness that she's alone, likely had personal significance for Majel Barrett Roddenberry, who just lost her husband only four months earlier before they shot this. Veronica? Osorio? Um, I'm just keeping track of shit. Is she still alive? I swear to God. Veronica Osorio de Yeah, yeah. I think then maybe that's why they were like because I was trying to figure out what they why they did this like yeah this, this odd ass fuck episode and where maybe they, like, basically kneecapped her and we're like yeah I had a feeling she's such a powerhouse of a of a character and then for her to come in and be like I'm sad right. I mean we do see her insecurities manifest in the way that she like acts out all the time but then for her to be just be like. Oh, I need to get married. <laughs> it's like well, really dark. And the season arc of the of the of, of the uh, TNG as a whole, she starts like so. Loxana starts like a ditzy person. It's kind of like a gimmick to make uh, Patrick Stewart be annoyed and and like this is like this clown character that comes. It's like and a also an accessory to make Troy seem more legitimate by giving her like a caricature of a mother. Yeah, right. So like Kathy. <laughs> You know, like, oh, my mother, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, so That's she's totally... more of a beta set, but somehow, like, uses it worse. So, like, Tro- like uh, Troy gets, like, elevated by that. But, uh, so, yeah, I was thinking, like, so Luxana starts, like, ditzy in a way. And then the episode where that man is supposed to be commit suicide at 60 do you ever watch that? No. It happens eventually. So she gets a way more human side. Like, even in that episode, she turns as a character. She goes from, like, oh, to, like, very serious acting because she falls in love with someone who's supposed to die. Um, and so this is already, like, even deeper and he's a into snack. that. Yeah, he was sweet. Uh, like, kind of hot kinda for, cute. like, an old, He had a James like, Gandolfini thing going on. Um... So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was just thinking about like Loxana as a character in Star Trek and like her her entire like yeah. arc, especially after this guy's passing. Um, this guy's Gene Roddenberry. Um, yeah, I yeah. like that they need to make Deanna more interesting and not just like a perfect human. Mm-hmm. Because that's like that's true. It's that's it's kind of point. annoying if someone's just like perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she needs these flaws, and that's where the mother comes in, and that's like really. That's smart. Yeah, in this episode, more than any other, I do feel like their relationship feels realistic as opposed to caricaturistic. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like she's a person who is an adult doing their, like, not, it's not gendered. It's just like, you know, when you're an adult doing your job in the world and then your parent comes in and makes you and, like, belittles you at the same time as, like, knowing you really well, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. so suddenly you're, like, this child and Little you don't want to be, you know? And you're, but you're like, but you do. In your place of authority. You do have all the ammo that you need, you know, <laughs> to undermine me and my job. So this scene is when she announces. When did you meet this man? Who is he? Well, she's in her plan. full denial about Barrage? telling her 
When did all this happen? I swear, Luxana is kind of my mom. My poor plotting little. Where I'm like, mom, what did you do that? And she's like, questions, questions, questions. Where and I'm like, did you inherit such pedestrian genes? What matters, my little one, is that your mother's happy. Mother, if you're happy, then I'm happy for you. I only asked who he is and where you met him. Those are not unusual questions. He's such a wonderful man, and he has such good breeding. Oh, I tell you, he's absolute perfection. Who is he? He is Campio, third minister to the Conference of Judges That's, from the I planet Costalane. Royalty, my little one, naturally. naturally. <laughs> I didn't even know you'd ever been to Costalane. Or, or was he on some diplomatic mission to Beta Z? Well, uh, um, neither, actually. Uh, you see, we haven't exactly met yet, really. Oh, but the profiles we've exchanged, why, they are in such accord that you could weep, my little one, you would weep at the harmony between it's like us. like Bumble. Mother, don't yeah. you think this it is would be a talking good about sweating, idea right? if you actually sure. met the man you're going to marry before committing to spend the rest of your life with him? Deanna, I love you, but you do make everything sound like an epitaph. <laughs> I don't want to agree. But you have to agree. That is what an agreement is. Councillor Troy, excuse the intrusion, but we're having some difficulty drawing up our contract. <laughs> That's so funny. Mrs. Troy. My parents would mm. never draw He's up a contract fair. to give me any kind of anything as a child. They'd be well, like, you're the kid. What are you talking about? My dad gave me a, a deal with it's my such grades. A child. Mm. That's good. You know, making a little boy reasonable only gives them You got a deal? Mm-hmm. Alexander? Let's trade deals. This is my mother. Alexander? What a wonderful name. <laughs> you know, I once knew a tall, handsome warrior named this Alexander. This reminds me of, like, the Tim and oh, Eric utterly movie. adored me. And we went everywhere. Women. Simply Women. everywhere. Uh, billion dollar movie. <gasps> Have you been anywhere yet? Contract? What contract? Between father so and son. Good. I, I wish I, I would have done more comedy. balanced way to achieve a mutual sense of order. Well, how ghastly for you. And you are doing this to your own child, Mr. Wolf? Mother. Mr. Wolf? Come on. Ms. Wolf, madam. I know. They Contracts cartoon women like, in such a way. Contracts are usually between people who don't really trust one another. A child who is trusted I don't see, becomes like, worthy of that trust. them doing that to ma Although many stay men. But she like really does. his contractual duties, it's I assume like he will be chastised. To write. But he Majel really here. doesn't phone Sanctioned. it. Sanctioned, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's goofy as fuck, she, she kind of nails duties. it. Well, I'm like Patrick Stewart, that when he's Mother, annoyed, you, you can please? tell. He's just like... I not perform my duty? Alexander. I mean, he nails it, but now it's still like... True gift now, here's what... capacity to enjoy enjoyment. Now, mm -hmm. this episode sort of hinges mm -hmm. on... Have I arrived too late? Or, uh, can you still smile? Weird. <laughs> so... <laughs> with his little human teeth. <laughs> So she gets the kind of grandchild she's always Maddie, wanted she's from this Maddie. experience. Right. Yes, and stay on our present course, we should rendezvous with her intended in 31 hours. And so, so she's discovering, a, I, I kind of see it as like she's discovering a connection and trying to form this new connection, but she's discovering more, more, you know, basically like, it's like her, her daughter eventually ending up with Worf and her having Alexander as a grandchild gives her that like, connection family thing that she's searching for, for when, with this marriage idea right so that's why in the end it's it's okay I can't believe Worf ends up with her that, well she he doesn't I mean in this episode but like you, yeah. you know that but how does Riker feel about that I don't know I feel Riker the same. I and feel her are always I haven't gotten on. there yet 
I have. The I think he's probably really like, like not okay with it at first. I can only imagine, but I can never tell if they're together. Mm. This is an amazing cleavage to have to go on a, a holiday. It's positively incredible cleavage. It's Klingon it's cleavage almost. Yeah, <laughs> Klingon cleavage is, is like whatever they're Nicki wearing. Minaj. It's like a breastplate here. And then like this is open, and <laughs> yeah. then like everything else is like warrior gear, and it's covered. But these just, it's just like stabbed. But here. where you'd get <laughs> kill here, stabbed is the most open. Just a bullseye. I, I still vulnerable. feel like it'd be comfortable because you could air it out, you know. Like I, I mean, Diana's know. cleavage keeps. It's like sometimes it's prevalent, sometimes it's not. Right. But, but it's like I guess she wears different outfits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's f- exactly right. <laughs> yes, but. I had a friend who said that she was like upset that she was like being sexualized mm-hmm. and requested less cleavage uh-huh. in her costumes. Uh-huh. But then sometimes it's back. Like I'm like, is this like an ongoing uh, battle? I can ima- yeah, it is an ongoing battle. And yeah. they're like constantly pushing for her to wear the old outfit. And she's like, uh, can I please, what was her accent? Like, can I wear the new outfit? I hate this. That's her real out- accent? Yeah, she's British. British. Yeah. Hello. She's like, oh, I don't like that outfit. But I can that see like my. so stupid, isn't it? They can see oh, me yeah. little round, my round hills, isn't it? Oh, it's like. It's like oh, a, I hated that. <laughs> it's like an outfit malfunction waiting to happen, isn't it? Um, I don't know if she's That's a bad I like that line that Roxana tells Alexander. When you tell the truth, you never have to remember later what you lied about. That's good. Yeah. Well, oh, I have yeah. a friend who lied by omission, and it was just like, that's easiest. <laughs> That's easier than saying anything. So that's a weird thing to just drop. I have a friend who lied by omission. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> that's not really something you just say in passing conversation. Like in court? How are you? I have a friend who lied by omission. Oh, okay. So that was easy for him. Uh, that's that's easiest. <laughs> oh, our third choice. I'm doing well. Telling the truth, you never have to remember what, later what you lied about. Or omit. 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 omit, omit, omit. No, I had an ex lover who was just like, even never say a lie, never said a lie, but definitely lied. And mm-hmm. it's just like, how did you manage? It's like yeah. a magic trick. It's incredible. I know. What? You, when you date David Blaine. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so he would just like not, you'd be like, did you cheat on me? And he'd be like, the grass is nice yeah, today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost, yeah. In a better, like, more subtle, very special way. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's I know. fucked up. I know it's so interesting. Um, but yeah, I think it, it it's gotta be like really hard to remember what you lie about, right? It makes sense. It's a practical, good thing to say. So to she a, kidnaps. To a kid. She kidnaps him, and we have to go to the land of ridiculous. Yeah, um, we have promises. To. Or whatever um, it's called. So uh, she kidnaps him. I really want to remember what it's called too. Okay, she says it right here into the holodeck. Wait, I think. Here we go. Like the exact location. So that we... Of this, like... So we can we, use this for rice. <laughs> so we can avoid it. We're going to adore the mud baths. Um, also, like, she has such a cleavage and going to mud baths computer, with a child. Uh, I'm assuming would not that you have, have that. the Parallax Colony on Shirlea 6. Parallax Colony. That program is available. Oh, good. Then uh, good. Right for us, dear. A uh, computer... So she was just talking to herself right now. You mean on set? No, the oh. computer voice is her. So. Oh, oh, right. That's so funny. So this is crazy. <laughs> I this, love like, this. It's so... You know what it reminds me of also is um, JFL. <laughs> What's that? Just pull you. What the 
Johnston. It's definitely the juice pour part of JFL. Oh, Have you been to JFL? Yeah, but what so, do you like, mean? Whose hearts are joyous may enter. So this guy, he like floats around in a bubble. He tests he your childhood tests your ch- spirit. <laughs> he tests your spirit, and he sees if you're gonna like get it. And there's no question about it. This guy's French. And if you try to like, kiss a, him, he goes. It's a like all this is so French Canadian. Like you'll go to just for laughs, and you'll be like, "Good comedy, great, great, great podcast." And then you like, and then there's also a bunch of this stuff. And then there's like, oh, also this one guy who wins awards every year is like a giant guy on stilts who rats follow around, like puppet rats. And it's like that's his act. I was gonna say, looks like the museum square in Caracas because that's where I would juggle and climb. Yeah, so this is also you. This is literally been. When I was laughing in the back. <laughs> Street clowning. She's laughing that's way too much. That's like oh, no. my explosion. Oh, no, these are my worlds. That's a guy who never lied. Them. I'm a master of worlds. He didn't and lie. And they fly only as I wish. <laughs> I never dropped my universe. This must be really hard to get on a plane with those ears. I know. To like sleep on the plane. For laughing yeah. hour. Oh, Would guys. you care to join us? We'd love to. Arguing. No, thank you. Yes. No. You always say no when I say yes. I don't. You just did. There you go again. You're the most negative person. Why are they arguing? They're friends. They're married. They love contradiction. <laughs> they, they thrive on challenge. They flourish in conflict. And why are they friends? <laughs> oh, who else are you going to fight with? The fucking soundtrack friends? of Star Trek oh, when it's like supposed yeah. to be like yeah. a fun Magical. time. Yeah. What is the lesson And then this is like the today. teacher guy that they all make. They, cla- oh, they well, Damned on. if we know. We're just here for some fun in a mud bath. Every Monochrome yellow guy. Requires a purpose. I like him. Why is no, he there? He He's not Every fun. I think it's so that the they have somebody to dunk on. The other two fighting are not fun either. It's just like, day. none of this is really fun. Usually it's all pretty horrible. <sighs> yeah. Besides the mud bath. It's just, I wish it was just the mud bath. The higher, the fewer. What does that mean? I like that. Well, that's a conversation stopper if I ever what heard What does that mean, the higher, the fewer? Yeah, is there anything in the wiki about that? Because the, it doesn't... I am not! I, yes, I took are. it to be the higher you are in uh, the life... If you're gonna the ladder of life, remember. the fewer people you encounter. The higher... Nope. Oh, my God. Jeez, Veronica. Is that what it means? That's pretty intense. I don't know. That's what I oh took it. Crazy. I read it like that first time, but uh, I don't know. Is that a that's, reference? <laughs> were you? How high were you? <laughs> like that's so. <laughs> that's such a connection to me. It's just like once I got a Reiki session and I went all the way up some ladder and I found someone like a public figure and she just like held my hand and was like, the "It's high. so lonely up here." And mm. I was like, it's "True." Wow. It's only the top. And that was just like 30 seconds of the full hour of my oh, Reiki. Jesus Christ. I know. Wow. I know. I'm so tired, too. Life is too long. This So <laughs> it's too much in my brain. You know, like, what is this? Okay. The conversation. Uh, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find what this is. Okay. So meanwhile, we're going to watch uh, Deanna and Troy. I mean, Deanna and Worf break into the Do they go uh, into the here holding hands? Or is that, was that my impression? Uh, no, 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 no. No, they don't? Well, people hold hands on this show all the time, and it doesn't really mean anything. Are we ready for the entertainment? I mean, yes. yes. Bring on the bring entertainment. Bring on the stripper. And it's totally like a Cirque du Soleil, like exotic dancer. It even says exotic dancer. Dance music playing in the <laughs> subtitles. Oh, just for your guys here. The higher, the fewer. He's like, 
Dude, Worf would be such He's a... like roommates with the mascot from JFL. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very JFL that adjacent. green guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's me at JFL. <laughs> when I see anything puppet-related or fire-eating, I'm like, this is not comedy. <laughs> Why are we doing this here? Ugh, this is the worst. I hate that they did this. Not that it's sexualizing. It's just gross. It's just gross. It's just all the body that guy parts. That guy's gross. Is and gross. he's For sure, you, it, you're in a mud bath with this, like, body-painted... Mr. Orange Wolf. dude, come join us. And they're all eating their cups and their <laughs> And there's probably like soup in that cup. It's not even a refreshing beverage. It's like lentils. Mother, I'm trying to help. Yeah, it's the a lonely at the top kind of deal. The higher, You're not helping by giving him a lot of mixed messages. But that doesn't seem to have anything to do with the episode. It does because Although, she ends yes, up yes. <laughs> wow, it's all making sense. Oh duh. <laughs> because uh, of her. So, okay, uh, she's not getting married. She's getting married to a guy she doesn't know. He comes on board the ship. He sucks. Right. And um, she's not going to be naked at her wedding, which is a big deal, because I guess all Bettisids are naked at their wedding. Right. And so they meet the guy, and he's like, he has this ridiculous servant that he's with. Oh, oh that's Personally, all I absolutely oh, no, adore all the ostentation I can get, but uh, <clears throat> protocol master? I would not do you nor our benevolent hosts the disservice of failing to ensure that priorities are observed. Oh, yes, yes. Um, how very thoughtful. After all, it would be unpardonable simply to abandon ourselves to the moment, would it not? Oh, unpardonable. <laughs> so they're, like, not a good match, basically. Like, she's really impulsive and romantic. And yeah. open, and he's well, like, looks like the only yeah, ally a total curmudgeon. And meanwhile, all that is going on in the ship is that this dust from the asteroid they destroyed got into the ship, and it's just like eating it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everything's breaking down. Uh, kind of a weak B story. It's it's weak, except that it's dire as fuck. Like it's yeah. could be an A story if they just treated it. But right, it's just a way to raise the stakes. Right. Um, death. So there's like a weird, very, uh, uh, very obtuse conflict where she's supposed to like rehearse the wedding or something, and then she just wants to go back to the holodeck land with Alexander, but the mm-hmm. guy doesn't want want her to. It's like the dumbest conflict. <laughs> so they go back and they have this like really meaningful conversation with the guy who lost his universes. Yeah, he ate one of his juggling balls. Um, I feel so. I was thinking about this episode and sure. how sure. like kind of unfocused it feels and um, I think that has happened with a few of the episodes in season 5 where I feel like they're relying a little too heavily on the fact that we've been watching this the show for 5 seasons so cause we recently did one where Wesley is uh, Wesley's in trouble and they're going to run back to Earth and Wesley is like it, it's a whole thing with Wesley and it's on Earth and it has nothing to do with Star Trek with like space but it has to do with the fact that we care about that character so in the episode it's kind of boring except that we care about the character and right. I, that's where I was like oh I think that it can tend to happen where relying on the fact that fans have been around for five seasons they just kind of like you know. It is kind of like an all-or-nothing show. Like you can't just kind of half watch 
Star Trek. I feel like you can because it's episodic. But you don't know really the characters or yeah. I know. I mean, you can just tune in once you kind of know. Like it's not like Game of Thrones where you're like you can watch one episode and go. Like you can watch. Yeah. But at this point, they're struggling. I think, and to Veronica's point, it's like at this point, they are really like you would not give a shit about this episode if you didn't if you didn't care about like Luxana, Troy, and Troy and Worf, and those are some real side characters. So like that is something that I think, yeah, to your point, it's not normal for an episodic show. There's no real procedural dilemma here. It's just this weird. It's just Troy Side dealing character with her and whether or and, not they're going to get married. And it's the fans knowing she's like uh, Gene Roddenberry's wife and being like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, he just passed mm-hmm. away. Or And I honestly think this feels like super driven by like, let's have an episode where we showcase no, all these French Canadian acrobats. <laughs> like, it feels like that, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah, an excuse. The show um, must be so fun to write. <clears throat> exactly. I oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> I really need to. I really need to take this photo. This this is this is an this outfit is like, yeah, it's a lot. What the hell? It is. To get sorry, drapes little on people top. that live inside of you. Yeah, yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> I need to send it to a friend. I would no. hate to be in the art department on this show. Like every day, they're like, "Can you create like five things that five hundred things that have never existed?" Yeah, but well, they, they have but they have like a dolls. Yeah, I think they have a. Like a you can I'm sure you can see tons of stuff they reuse, yeah. and they're like, oh, didn't we have that for Metron three? You know, they just like pull it out of the stacks or whatever. It's these friends who make this. I'll show you. Oh, cute. I know. Um. All right. So this is where Whoa, they have the conversation. Oh, that's cool. I know, to, isn't it? To come out where Alexander and tell you what to do. Or cracks are like a nut. Alexander, what are you talking about? I'm sorry. No. No. <laughs> that's. Don't you dare be sorry. This is sweet. I like this part. His sweater is cool. It's a new Wesley sweater. Uh Uh-oh. Jesus, that dress. What's wrong? Uh, Come along, Alexander. Let's not leave everyone waiting for us. So I guess strange just reaction. Once we saw that photonic <laughs> like she can tell him what's happening. Wall, we realized so we must saying, be the ship is I fucking melting. Is what is happening? Is like, yeah. hey, why don't you get one of your little people to come out? Because she's getting married and she doesn't want to. So he's basically being like, be yourself again. And then everybody, the, the entire ship loses life support. And then Data, this is all really visual, so it's pointless to look at it, or do clips. But like, Data saves the entire. Data saves the entire day. I like when Picard is like, we're going to die, so... Yeah, can you complete our plan? Because we're about to die. Also, don't they have some sort of oxygen mask situation? Well, the the whole ship is oxygenated, so there's no reason to have masks, I don't think. Uh, For safety? (laughs) I don't know. True. If we maintain our current speed... That's something that we have now. When people go into outer space, the rest of us may lose consciousness. If we do, it will be your job to execute the plan as discussed. Aye, sir. And then I'm gonna go sit down and pass out. What if Data was like, "Why me? Why me?" Which is the reason I'm so attracted to Data because he's just like, "Yeah, no, no problem. I got you." Are you attracted to Data? Something about like uh, so reliable. Oh yeah. What a rock. Are you attracted to Data's brother? No. He's a dick. He is a dick. 
Um, so they save the day, Lore. and then uh, Luxana shows up to her wedding naked. What's his name? Data's brother? Lore. Lore. But Lore has a lot to teach Data. It's true. So Rhea Butcher pointed out that, like, the name Data is, like, about, like, facts and, you know, mm. and Lore is, like, story. Myth. He's like, bitch, no. What does he say now? It's so funny. Uh, oh, he says the weirdest thing. Minister. Minister. It's infamous. This is, this is infamous. 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 We must leave immediately. This is but sort of Dad, like... Dad, I want to look at her. That's like Brett Kavanaugh's reaction uh-huh. to being accused of sexual assault. This is the best this ending. This is the best ending ever, and Deanna's oh. hair is so amazing. Yeah. This must have been kind of annoying to shoot. Like, what Every are they actually in? my body tingles with contempt. Like, they didn't... How did they get in there without seeing each other naked? Isn't it wonderful how things worked out, Alexander? Like, I bet they're wearing, just, like... Is it therapeutic mud like or is it just joys of living? Is it therapeutic mud or what? Or is that too expensive and it's just some weird, gross thing? Very mutual. <laughs> we still have to learn how to live in the real world, Mother. All of us. She's absolutely right. She's Jose. a babe. I know, and that hair. But only when necessary. Her hair in this shot. Oh my god. And she's so attractive in her calm, loving energy. Yeah, like this, these cracks forming. What is this? Here. It bothers me. It bothers me. Whatever it is, they had to sit in. Lol with warp. So it's like, and it is kind of like that is a happy ending. The entire. Um, like main characters of the plot, the A plot are in a mud bath together. Like, yeah, yeah, that's super classic. They're we feel chilling. good about that. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Um, it is a good ending. We did a one twenty, which is a not that long of an episode given how fucking long it took us to get into. We went clack 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 clack. clack. Done, like, done, but done, this done, episode done. did not have a lot of substance to it. You're right. Um, Hamid, you've been a great guest. You can good, see, thank you. You can see Hamid Weinberg's stand up online at his Twitter, which is. Ahmed Weinberg. Well, can you believe it? Or Instagram. Ahmed Weinberg. Go to his shows, and I'm plugging things that naturally a person would plug. Um, But if you want to plug anything specific, I have a show at the Lyric every second Wednesday. Every Um, second Wednesday at Lyric Hyperion. Repentance. Repentance. Why repentance? Um, I started it with Rami actually back in the day. Mm -hmm. That's funny. And we were like. we had like a theme that was like we're gonna do like a spiritual show, so we called it that. But then it, now it's just a stand-up show <laughs> and has no spiritual anything. Hmm, but right. it just kind of the name just worked. That's good. So it's so it's like this second Wednesday of every month, not uh, not every two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, when is this episode coming out? Do you know Anna? You don't have to know. Okay, Anna doesn't know. Anna doesn't know. I have dates coming up, uh, and I think this comes out before this, but I'll be in Denver at the Denver Comedy Works on Wednesday, November 27th, um, Friday, November 29th, and Saturday, November 30th, if you want to come out to Denver Comedy Works, the one in downtown Larimer Square. So please come see me. This has been a great week. I love you. Goodbye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.